When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oh, this is a show I want to see. Tonight, USA Network presents the summer's most provocative and sexy new drama, Satisfaction. I actually saw a preview for this, and I'm very excited to see this. The series explores modern love through the eyes of one couple who makes shocking and unconventional choices to save their marriage. A beautiful house, a great kid, Neil and Grace seem to have it all, but there's still something missing. Would you risk your marriage to save it? Satisfaction, a new original series, premieres tonight at 10, 9 central, only on USA Network. The following program is podcast1.com production podcast1.com presents the ask women podcast uh-huh. a place where two comics and a professional wing girl get together to dissect the female mind you don't know how i feel and explain it to men in terms they can actually understand Booze. now here's the lovely ladies of ask women hey everyone welcome to the ask women podcast where you get real advice straight from the source i'm kristen carney a comedian and human being here with Marty Kinross. An awesome human being. That's like, true. beyond that's, awesome. That's very true. And, of course, Marty Kinross, who's an awesome human being as well. Thank you. Owner of the Wing Girl Method. Go there.com. Yes. And we have our voice of, quote-unquote, man today. I'm not doing quotes for any other reason, because you're a very lovely man. I don't know why I did quotes. It's okay. Um, Lachlan Peterson. Patterson. Patterson. It's okay. Oh, God, he's bragging it. about... I was going to forgive her on the quote thing, but then the Peterson. No, <laughs> she's fucking up. She was bragging common. the other week about, like, you not... Or I was saying to her, you never screw up last name. Yeah. So now she just screwed up a last name. You, you would be surprised with a name like Lachlan how many people actually get it right and screw up Really? Lachlan. It's right. nine times out of ten. Because the energy goes to the first name. And then they throw yeah. away the thoughts of the like, This is an easy one, well, like, Let obviously. me just focus on... Yeah, that's exactly right. what it is, right. I think. Do you ever yeah. get, like, the... La- like Laughlin, like laugh. I'm a comedian, Laughlin. I, I get them all. For yeah. sure. Really? Uh, the worst was as a kid. You know, when you get a little trophy, and <laughs> as a kid, I had all my trophies. I played a lot of sports, and all my trophies were all misspelt. Really? Yeah. That's horrible. I was, I would say like Lachlan. Like if that's I. How, that's how it's really pronounced, Lachlan. That's it, really. Yeah. What's the the. Where does it come from? <laughs> it's from Scotland, and it's from the word Lachman, which means mm. lake man, which is what the Scots called the uh, people who came from the north, the Vikings. The, cool. The Norsemen. That's pretty badass. I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm an ex-Viking. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Coincidentally, a huge Minnesota Vikings fan. A lot, there's lots of Vikings in Minnesota. But from, but from Canada, <laughs> right? It's a sports team. Really, Martin? I don't know. The I Minnesota have no idea. I, 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 was, I don't know. Say? I was trying to make my own joke. I didn't realize you were also <laughs> making one, too. All right. Sorry to not jump on board with it. Sports well, references. Well, we have a Viking. And not we're not also, going on me. We have a Viking with us, but we also are going to have a, a, an ex-NBA uh, player. I think I might show. have just seen him walk in. Oh, you, can really? always, you can always pick him out. He's the super tall guy, but he was white. Oh, he was white? Okay. He, he, didn't, he didn't look like He looked like me. Oh. But he must be the guy. Wow. Yeah, because he's tall. Yeah. Well, I'm excited to take a picture at the end of the show then with the I know, two, the two like, we're like mini, miniature and you guys are giants. I know, seriously. You guys remind me of that Saturday Night Live sketch. <laughs> with, oh, no, uh, please. With the, oh, the cupcake. Yeah, like you finish each other's sentences. No, and you, please. Okay, oh, yeah, it's starting nice. to happen. 
It's happening, Chris. No. Get over it. 60 something episodes in, I think it should be. If I ever become an SNL sketch, I know it's time to kill myself. Really? Yeah. I thought that's what you were aiming for. No. No, All I right. want to be writing them. Oh, not like gotcha. Not in one. The idiots that they're making no, fun of. No, she doesn't of. want them to parody her life. Right. I thought that's what the goal for any entertainer is to be parodied by. Well, if you're like Kathy Lee Gifford or something, like you want to be parodied. <laughs> right. Anything. Yeah. Anything. Well, are people starting to parody you yet? Because you are a little celebrity. You are on Last Comic Standing. I'm. I, I'm. So far, I've been all right. No one's really making fun of my crooked smile too much. Yet. <laughs> really? But yeah. what do they call you? Isn't there like a name? Yeah, they call me mannequin. Because mm, you're so hot. No, because Keenan said that he, I look like a mannequin. And I can see it. Yeah. I can. Well, that means yeah. like perfection, doesn't? Yeah. It? Yeah. And that's like, like the best. Is that like a negative? It's the best. I mean, I should look at the positive that it's 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 an attractive man, and but there's also the idea that there's this this figure who's oh, stiff. Well, a little yeah, a little bit. Uh, <laughs> What's the word for it uh, when you don't have a lot of plastic? Yeah. yeah, right. Yeah. Okay, well, a little bit. Uh, what's that called? Uh, shallowness. Sh- yeah, I don't kind know. of like. A oh, shallow- is that what he was saying? No, I don't think so. I think I looked like a mannequin. Yeah. I don't think it's a bad thing. I think it's a good thing because you're very funny. It's not like you have no substance. To I you. feel like it would be Thank more you. insulting to call you like Ken, like Kendall. I get that, that a lot. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, well then. <laughs> I mean, that's insulting. not insulting. <laughs> uh, then it's insulting. But tell us about being on Last Comic Standing. Um, it's it's, you know what I. I've never learned so much in so short a time as I have on this show. It's really? uh, it's been an exp- it's I've had to learn so much about myself. It's caused me to uh, have to deal with all my insecurities and really? all my issues. I've had to deal with them to get through it. Uh, if I ignored those things, I wouldn't still be in it. Really? I, I had to deal with, uh, for example, one of my biggest insecurities is people not liking me. Mm-hmm. Well, right. that's very similar to a lot of people who listen to, to the show. And who host the show. And who host the show. <laughs> right. You have the- right. <laughs> severe, so- severe. So there's a point on this show where you have to say, I know I am funnier than, and you have to name somebody. And uh, it's just really hard to do that's for so me. That's so bad. Yeah. Somebody else that's on the show? It's yeah. like, oh, that's horrible. Yeah, yeah, and they play it back right away. It's trying to make like, like Last Comic Standing like Real Housewives or something. It's the, it's the reality part of the show. Right, Everything right. else, you know, I'm doing stand-up. Uh, I'm doing challenges where, uh, you know, I'm doing improv or sketch or... Or whatever, uh, but that part—that's hard, right? And everyone thinks you know this is just reality TV, and sh- it's your life too. Yeah, it's a it's a it's and an important real thing. Yeah, they're, they're real people. Yeah. Um, but you have to know—you just have to believe that. Uh, I guess you have to believe that it's a show. These people are going to have to understand. Don't take things personally. That's a huge part that I've I've learned. I read the Four Agreements. Uh, don't take things personally is one of the main ones. Never take things personally, and it's wait. It's, what are the four agreements? Is this yeah. like in general in life? It's, it's a book, but it's the, the four. These, these are four things you should uh, live by, according to the book. And one is don't think, take things personal. Always do your best. Be impeccable with your word, and uh, it's obviously not an important one. The, the other one's like just just be a good person. I think those are great things. I'm gonna. I screwed up the last one. Someone's gonna call me out on that. <laughs> but, but I've been. I've been trying to live by these things, and uh, that that don't take things personal. One is, is it's really tough for a comedian. I, well, for for sure. I you know I've been with Christian for so long. I, I'm seeing the inside world of a comedian. You yeah. guys are fucked. Yeah, we're a little. Basically. We can swear. Yeah, you can swear. Oh my god. <laughs> Come on, mannequin. Let's see like it. Thank up. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
Yeah, I've been doing a lot of uh, interviews with different th- public. Right. And so I've been having to keep clean because I got a couple of phone calls from NBC. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, how cool are you getting phone calls from NBC? I'm like, uh, this is the network. The network. Saying, don't say this. Publicists say, no, say this. Jesus. Yeah. Well, we, I, I want to get to the, you know, um, meat of the show because which is t- not you because you're shallow oh yes you're exactly. all MV and I'm shallow all you're but before we get to the nba player i want to talk yeah, to you end. about that's being a, tall man. Um, a, a mannequin right so you're very good looking and about a bit of your dating history and sure. like your did you have challenges with women even being so good looking <laughs> especially really right um well uh, can i say this if i saw you um, and you were perhaps interested in, in me, which I could say would probably happen. I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> I would say, oh, this guy probably thinks he's great. He's tall. He's lean. He's tan. He's probably into himself. Yeah. So you probably had to deal with that. That's that's one of the, the, the first things people think about me. Right. Really? For sure. They just assume. I mean, that. I thought I didn't know. I'd be like, yeah, the pretty, the pretty boy, eh, not really. Like, yeah. Well, actually, I you know what? I didn't think that about you. Because, okay, so we, my husband and I know you. you found I, one. I, I, you I found lived one. with Marnie. Yeah. <laughs> I stayed with her and uh, their roommate was Jay Larson. Right, yeah. right, right. And yeah, I stayed with them when I lived in Canada. Well, yeah. Well, Jay, Jay Larson was actually jealous of Lachlan, I think, for a little bit because my husband and I were so into him. Yeah. Like, we had a, 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 a couple's crush on Lachlan because he was just so funny. And we're like, where's Lachlan? <laughs> like yeah. he just kept requesting him, and that made Jay very upset. I had such fun. He's with been you guys. requested. He's been requested. <laughs> Tell us a joke. Honestly, we just loved having Jay there because he'd bring people in who would just make make us laugh. We never had to speak. He's when- Jay's. I saw him last week at this uh, NBC meet and greet, and it was so nice to see him. And we're just sitting there with drinks. And uh, I mean, I used to do his. I used to do his little coffee. Uh, yeah. Night, the, the World Cafe. I used to do his Wednesday nights at the World Cafe, and we struggle for stage time all over town and we're sitting there and you know you're surrounded by all these celebrities and we're just sitting in the middle of it and i just looked at him i'm like can you believe this yeah it's pretty awesome <laughs> it's great yeah it was pretty cool yeah. sorry to, to you know derail from talking about you and women so that that <laughs> but that's something you had to overcome with women or like how did that help or hurt you when you well, were I, single? I guess you know if guys are listening they're gonna hate this but i know guys are listening okay well i uh, <laughs> I never really approached women. I okay. never really had to approach women. And maybe that's good. I don't know. Uh, but women would approach me and I would kind of, I would be able to, I could get eye contact from a girl and smile and they'd pretty much say hi. Okay. So that was what I would, how I would meet girls. And, um, but were I, they the girls that you wanted? Not or? necessarily. Okay. I, I definitely had to weed through the drama. Uh, I've been in a lot of relationships because of how I look. I think I've been in a ton of relationships. I could turn a one-night stand into a three-year relationship. Yikes. I've done it before. And uh, it's very hard for me. It's like, what's the worst one-night stand you ever had? The one that turned into a three-year yeah, relationship. The one that never for stopped. For sure. And then with girls crying, I've uh, I've nine times out of ten gone out with girls who dug me more than I dug them. And I hated it. I hated feeling that way. I always wanted to be the one who was lost in love. And... Uh, you know, guys most, that are listening are like, this is a sad story. This is the opposite the of, show. yeah. So, no, I'm kidding. Poor, but poor I did guy. learn, I learned a lot about women throughout all those relationships. I've probably been in, in like 15 relationships, long ones, Yikes. committed ones. You're only like 22 as well. So and I'm only, great. yeah, I'm only 20. <laughs> um, never cheated. You, you almost had me for a minute. Yeah, you're like, like oh. whoa, okay, I see it, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, okay, so, so you may not have had problems with introductions, right? right? But... 
not that I only want to hear about challenges, but I want to hear something that guys can possibly learn from. Because a, a lot sure. of times we talk about how looks aren't the most important thing to women. It's definitely a foot in the door and it yeah. helps you. But, you know, you also have to have other things to back up the looks. Yeah. Do you have those other things? <laughs> I think I do. I think I, I, my girlfriend calls me the best boyfriend ever. Really? And I, Ugh. I, I do too. Puke. <laughs> I call my boyfriend the worst boyfriend ever. Really? <laughs> I, um, you know, I, I try to spoil her. Uh, I want to take care of her and make her happy. Um, to the point where I will be unhappy. Like I would do that for her. How long have you guys been together? Five years. Wow. Yeah. And she still calls you the best boyfriend ever. Five years she in. Calls, yeah. I bring Ooh, her flowers. Doing something I, bring, right. I make sure I bring gifts whenever I can. I, uh, I try to make her look good. I Art, know, I'm I need disgusting. A, Art, I need a puke bin, yeah. please. I'm the greatest boyfriend ever. There but what go. does that mean? What, so aside from bringing flowers, like what does that mean being the best boyfriend ever? Are um, you attentive? Do you listen? Like, okay. Listening is the most important one of all. So what does that mean to listen? Like as a man describing it to other men, what does yeah. listening mean and how does it These work? These are great questions. Uh, so listening means uh, you really just got to you, – your only goal when that person is talking is to service them. You can't be turning what they're saying into something about you. Almost like a therapist. Yeah. If you get a therapist who, who goes, oh my God, that totally happened to me too <laughs> one would, time. Right. Me as a therapist. Right? Yeah. So you gotta be, you got to be a bit of a therapist where you just sit there and go, really? No way. That would be a really funny sketch. And the, the, the therapist shitty- like, takes over the therapy. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God, that happened to me too. I hate the guy. No way. Yeah. What do you do when the... <laughs> yeah. Oh man. One time? Yeah, right. Yeah. Totally. So I... Um, I think that that's how you listen is you just your your goal should literally just be to service her when you're listening. And in the same time you got to have that back. You can't just keep listening to someone all day and not have that right. reciprocated. So it's got to be both and um I think I think if you get in a good relationship and you get a good rhythm you get a, uh, to the point where the person knows, "Okay, this is my time to talk. Okay, this is my time to listen." And uh listening is important and just uh, supporting is the other thing too is you gotta yeah. I'm very I, I guess I'm brave people say because of I do Skype comedy oh you must be very brave and I guess it's because we took a big risk right you continue to take big risks every single day right and I'm with someone who who really is a little bit more timid and I'm teaching her how to take risks right. take a ton yeah. of risks and I'm trying to use my skills to help her and, and she's very smart and calculated. And so she's teaching me how to take my time, make sure I cross my T's and dot my I's. You need to think about that for a second. I, I always think about that one too. I'm like, wait, cross my I, yeah. Cross my I's and <laughs> yeah. dot my T's. I've <laughs> yeah, said exactly. that so many times. Yeah, um, yeah I think uh, oh, there's so much about uh, being with someone. It, it just, you got to almost shake them and go, look, this is how I am. And I need you to be like this. You got to have these staff meetings all the time when you're in a relationship. And you got to be look, like the, like recently, she's always late, right? And uh, and she's always now she's always setting us up to go on dates. All of a sudden, people want to hang out with us. Yeah, of course. We right. became super popular. Yeah. I mean, we wanted it. I haven't seen Lachlan in like a year. Yeah, <laughs> so exactly. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to contact him now. And I said yes because I love you guys and I want to reunite with Jordan. I keep saying that, and, but every time I run into him, I try to reunite with him. And I think we're both just really. Flaky, he or just doesn't just like me? you. He doesn't. He yeah, likes me. He's over it. No, he, we had a crush on you at first, and he's over it. I don't agree. I, I just, <laughs> he does like okay, you. Good. <laughs> he just doesn't hang out with anybody. <laughs> yeah, me neither. Right. But all of a sudden, she's super busy, and she's like, "Okay, I, like after this, she set me up with a dentist appointment, <laughs> and she's like, 
what time can you go to the dentist? And I'm like, five. And she's like, well, I set the appointment for three. And I'm like, well, I can't get out till four. And she's like, so 4.30? I'm like, oh, five. And I haven't brushed my teeth in, all day. So I, I barely brush my teeth anyway. Like I brush them twice a day, but, you know, I don't floss. And I don't want to, you want to floss before you go to the dentist, For don't sure. you? Yeah. It's like but the thing the is, it's, it's like, that's, it's, it's like not a big enough. It's probably a bigger job than what floss can do sure. for the moment. I, and maybe you stop know? the bleeding a bit. If I get a couple of weeks of right. flossing in. Right. Exactly. Yeah, anyway, to- she just keeps booking us for stuff. Oh, tomorrow night we're going out for this. And so you had to have a talk with her and say like, I, I, I have to submit a tonight it, show set by next week. Not that I'm going to be on the tonight show, but they want to set. Awesome. Uh, just in case. Yeah. And it's a huge commitment. And I just told her, look, this is what's happening. I, we are not going out. Anywhere. <laughs> right. I'm going every night. I'm going to a comedy club. You can come with me. You can sit at the bar. I will give you dinner. You I can floss you my drinks. teeth there. You do, you meet, we could bring, you could bring whomever you want with you to the shows, but every day of the week, I'm going to be doing comedy. Yeah. So, and yeah. she's, she's really excited about all these new opportunities. And so I'm, it's about respect. Yeah. It's about respect. You yeah. really got to, you constantly, and it has to be fair and it has to be easy to say, uh, you, and it has to be about you. It can't be about them. You can't say you're like this, you're like this, you're like this. You got to right. say, I'm like this. I hate being late. Not right. you're always late. Right. I can't be late. Right. And if it comes to the point where I'm waiting for you and I'm going to be late, I'm going to have to leave without you and you're just going to have to take an Uber. Right. I like that. Actually, yeah. my boyfriend and I on Saturday night, I was pretty mad, um, but we were going to see Planet of the Apes, oh. and we were supposed to go the night before, but I had made other plans, and he was a little bit bitter that I kind of ditched him, but I, ne- I never hang out with friends, so it's like, well, I have an opportunity to hang out with a friend. Yeah. Like, I have to take it. Yeah. So the next night was our plan to go see Planet of the Apes. I bought tickets, was all planned to go. I came home, and he was dead asleep, mm. and I couldn't get him up, and so anyway... He woke up about 10 minutes before the movie, and I had to say, I'm going. I'll meet you there. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's really strong. And it wasn't like I was it wasn't like I was mad. It was just like more like, this I is the way it is. It. I want to see the credits mean everything to me at the beginning. Or, or the previews mean everything to me. Totally. I can't miss the previews. So anyway, he came uh. in about 25 minutes late to the movie. Oh, he did come. Mm-hmm. Oh, but he cool. also got pulled over on the way. Anyway, so it's, you know, like I had to it's say. It's your thing, too. No, actually, I'm always late. Are you really? <laughs> yeah, so it's pretty ironic. <laughs> that is funny. Yeah. No, but I think that's really great. Like, the people who are listening, what, what you're saying is that in a relationship, it, there has to be a free space to express yourself. You can't always just, like, you know, take it up the ass, basically. Like, but, but, right. And but, just but be whatever, But what your line is, whatever those things are about you that you just that drives you nuts about the other person, it's not that it drives you nuts about the other person. It's you that dri- right. it drives you nuts about you. So when you explain it, to your it's a really good point. I like you that. You gotta say this is how I am, mm-hmm. right. and and that way it frees you from responsibility if they screw it up. And it takes right. away a lot of blame that yeah. can, can build tension and anger. You can't you can't drive my car because it it's my car, <laughs> right? And I I'm just really particular about my car. <laughs> and that's a, not you're a horrible driver. And you're gonna crash exactly. It. You've ruined my car. I like that. You quit ruining my car. It's just too... It's going to cause a fight. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. I like that a lot. Yeah. Make it about you. Even when you're breaking up with someone, don't ever say... You're going to be better off without me, or it's because it's always... <laughs> it's because of you. <laughs> I mean, it sounds so cliche. It's not you. It's me. Don't say that, but phrase it with that in mind. Yeah, it's because I don't like you. 
It's, <laughs> That's I have why a we're huge breaking. Problem with you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And on that note, we yeah. are going to end this first segment so we can bring in the other tall guy into the room. Okay. Who is? Yeah, you guys have some. Who is he? He's the NBA player. Paul Shirley from. Um, he has a, sh- a show a podcast. on podcast one called the Short Corner Podcast, and he's pretty entertaining. He's really funny guy so and he's an ex-nba player yeah yes. ex-nba player wow. but he looks really young so i don't uh, that's crazy that he's an ex-anything but yeah we'll be back with him at the uh soon <laughs> very <Yes>. shortly <laughs> he'll be young Buying a car is a not-so-fun experience for most people, and it doesn't have to be. At TrueCar.com, they'll help you get rid of the fear that you may overpay. You know when you'll get a fair price because they show you what others paid for the car you're looking for. TrueCar.com analyzes what people are paying for their cars in their market and shares it with consumers so that they never have to overpay. Over 40,000 cars were sold by TrueCar certified dealers just last month. Users see an average savings of $3,046 off MSRP. TrueCar certified dealers go through a certification process and you work directly with a true car representative that will honor your savings true car certified dealers believe that truth and transparency are essentials to a better buying experience first go to truecar.com and find out what others pay for the same vehicle in your market and around the country second register at truecar.com to see upfront pricing information and lock in your savings certificate and the third step is simple just print out your certificate and take it to the true car certified dealer for a better hassle-free buying experience experience. TrueCar has the most comprehensive new car pricing information available and a certified network of dealers that offers a hassle-free car buying experience and negotiation-free guaranteed savings. Support the Ask Women podcast and shop at TrueCar.com. You're listening to the Ask Women podcast, a podcast one presentation. Hey guys, welcome back to the Ask Women podcast. We are here with, of course, Lachlan still, um, but we have another tall man in the studio named Paul Shirley, ex-NBA star and host and, <laughs> I don't, know, don't even know, just I'm embarrassed already trying to talk about sports at all. Well, I what think do I say? It's, Pod- it's funny when, player? I think it's, it's, being a professional athlete makes you like a participant star. in pornography. People just say porn star without knowing, and they say right. basketball star, right. but I was not a basketball star okay. by any stretch of the imagination. Okay, well, I, I love your I self-deprecation. Like a, a basketball also ran. Okay, good. That would be a better. <laughs> okay, good. I like that. Okay. You, did you like a bench warmer? Yeah, mostly. Okay, that At sounds that, awesome. It's better than That's still awesome, dude. It's better than the alternative. Which I was is not a, making. I was it like right. an exactly. audience. Right. It's like better to be a bench warmer than like a audience seat warmer. Yeah, than the guy who paid a thousand dollars for right. the same seat I'm sitting in. <laughs> yeah, right. Basically, That's right. you're basically I making got that money for free. Yeah. Yeah. Is it because you're white? That I didn't get to play. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we can't. There's talk a lot about of racism. There's a lot of racism <laughs> yeah, going on. That's true. I actually always thought that at some point it would help me to be white because they always need like a token. the one right. token white guy. White guy. I just I feel like I was always behind the token white guy. Right. Who was the spot. token white guy in front of you? <laughs> this is a myriad options. Uh, I played for like I played for 17 professional basketball teams in wow. the 10 years that I played. Wow. So they all kind of run together. There are a lot of teammates. Okay. A lot wow. of. A lot of teammates, a lot of penises. Lots of penises. So a lot of lots dick, of penises. A lot of dicks now that's a show. Oh, wow. Yeah. That was the one thing I couldn't. I couldn't. Long ones, I had ones. to just sweat my way back to my house. I couldn't. Yeah, I couldn't. did you play? I did play. I played in high school and college. I played against Steve Nash. Oh, nice. What college? I'm from Vancouver. Oh. So I played against him in high school. 
I knew I liked you. I love Canadians. Oh, oh thank Canadian you. Too. Look at me seeking approval. I'm, like the, I'm like the enemy. I'm American. Yeah, yeah, damn. yeah we're so boring with our Americanness. <laughs> really uh, yeah. So, what college did you play at? I was community college. Which one? Uh, Capilano. I don't know. I that's that. where he played? He, play, he, he played like at St. Michael's ah. SMU. Where did, uh, first of all, how tall are you? Six foot nine. This is actually a valid question on the radio. What I hate is when people, <laughs> I was walking down the street the other day and this lady with a suitcase stops her suitcase and says, can I guess how tall you are? Oh, God. Which no. is actually very polite of her because normally yeah. people just start yelling out heights. No, they don't. Six, six like, five. Six, six five. No, they don't. And, they really? Yeah, it's six people. Five. It's That's like insulting People for you. lose their minds when it comes to height, as you I probably do know. I, I don't. I don't yeah. really understand why. It's like they're. Like, it's like they're well, bird watchers. See, I get quiet when a tall person walks. <laughs> Me too. No, I'm like, I shouldn't look. I shouldn't look at them. <laughs> yeah. yeah I, but the, I, I feel like it's, it's like a big birthmark These on people face. who would ask me how tall I am are like bird watchers who want to capture <laughs> each <laughs> bird they've ever seen. So like, okay. husband of mine, I saw someone who was 6'9 today. He verified it for me. Yeah. That is hilarious. So she stops their suitcase and says, how tall yeah. are you? That Why was she tall. carrying a suitcase? Was she a bum? Like, Have you seen? I, there's you, tons there of people, people in LA who yeah, carry suitcases. In Los Angeles, people always have suitcases. I've never seen it anywhere else. Or in New York, I have seen it That's as true. well. Transans. It's because right. the, ho- the hotels are too expensive. So they're like, <laughs> yeah. I got to get to the plane, but I didn't couldn't afford another night. <laughs> yeah, it's true. You see the wheeled luggage just in an alley. I think it's oh, Like walking down the alley. With I always luggage. assume it's a bomb. A, a bomb? bomb or a bum? Bomb. A bomb. I, I have a very annoying yeah. American accent. <laughs> yeah. Wait, where are you from? I'm from upstate New York, but we kind of talk uh, like Midwestern-y. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm from Kansas, so oh, we we'll probably have the same accent. But you there. don't have an accent. <laughs> well, Kansas, do you know that all those, a lot of those newscasters are from the Midwest, like Tom Brokaw is from South Dakota or something, because really? it's a sort of vanilla accent yeah. for Americans. Really? Yeah. Yeah. All I know, say, and I'm going to make a horrible joke about Dorothy from <laughs> Wizard of Oz. She's from Kansas. That's the only person I know from Kansas. Yeah, I've, I've, I've heard that one <laughs> like one time before. <laughs> She's the only one. Yeah, you're the first. She's <laughs> the only celebrity from Kansas. <laughs> yeah, that's the only person I know. Really, I didn't know that. So you guys are like vanilla and neutral. Yeah, we're right in the middle. Okay, yeah. so you're fitting in with your do. theme of being like the white guy behind other people, vanilla and neutral. Right. God, got it. Probably held I me back. I have a great understanding of it. Definitely who you are. held me back in basketball. <laughs> For sure. Just too For modest. sure. Well, did it hold you back in your dating life to get into oh, what the show to is bring all it back about? Around. Uh, I think it. So here's my theory on this: is that basketball has helped me immensely with dating because I'm always terrified on the inside. Really? But in basketball, you are taught to just deal with the fact that 15,000 people are watching you live. You're almost naked. People forget about that. When you're playing basketball, you're not wearing very many clothes, as you probably remember. Right. You feel very vulnerable. Yeah, you're like, you're on stage, yeah, more or less. And then there are another around. million people watching you on yeah. TV, or 10, or whatever the number is, but you have to pretend... To be calm notice. because you can't show weakness but to your opponents. But you're just on the bench. How do you get nervous? <laughs> <Yeah>, exactly. <laughs> it's like, am I sitting back, right? So back in the days when I actually used to play. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I played in in Spain, in Greece, and Russia, oh, no. and and in the minor league. So I did a lot of non bench sitting as right, well. Right. And I think a lot of that is just in the same way that like going into battle, you don't want to show weakness to your opponent. Yeah. You would do the same thing on the basketball court. Yeah. And when you're when I'm going up to a strange girl, I generally tap into that same thing of knowing like on the inside I'm scared and I'm still the same like seven year old boy that right. doesn't understand how anything works. I just have to pretend that I'm not. Yeah. And she can't even really see your face, so 
Right. You know, she, she can only see what's happening up She's there. like, that's a really good looking Adam's apple. Yeah. <laughs> out there, sir. It looks yeah, really we relaxed. The, we both got the, the, that's, where, that's where the growth hormone comes from. Is it really? Yeah. I've always wondered why taller men seem to have the that's where your, uh, bigger Adam's apple. That's oh, where your growth Or is it just because our necks are stretched? And right. So I think obvious. that's what the reason is. Right. We were Thinner skin two. or something. Have you ever been envious of short dudes because they can look muscular more easily than we can? Oh, yeah. It takes forever to get any growth at the gym. Forever. Really? You guys should start a podcast like Sad Story. We could totally do giants. of tall dudes. <laughs> they uh, might be sad giants. The world, sad giants. The <laughs> world was built for five seven. The world. I shower, and how how do you get? Do you get your armpits pretty easily? <laughs> <laughs> armpits are almost impossible. You got to let it is a whole. Down. I dream of what, someday. The ceilings right there. You can't reach. Well, no, because the shower head is like. Oh, at our, oh yeah. It's at nipple height most of the time. Yeah. Right. I, I do feel bad for you guys now. Yeah, somebody should do a reality show on just and just tall people. Of, well, it wouldn't be a show; it'd be like a short documentary, right? Like they that can't shower. Into. It'd yeah. be ironically short, and like one about midgets <laughs> would be really long. Yeah, <laughs> <only> four hours. <laughs> okay, I want to get back to feeling, you know, showing confidence on the outside, but feeling nervous on the inside. Right. Because uh, this is what I, you know. I tell the, the guys that I work with, and we tell people on the show, is that being confident doesn't mean that you like live like the happiest life, and nothing ever phases you. It just means that you have a tool belt full of tools so mm-hmm. that you can project confidence and feel more confident a lot faster and easier than other people so you don't allow yourself to go down the negative paths that many people do. Mm-hmm. So how how do you do this? I think if you know you have the experience of being on television, people watching, but how how do you get that confidence in that split moment when you are approaching women? Um, it's, it's That's an odd question for me because I spent so much of my life as a basketball player that I developed an identity as a basketball right. player, and only in the last four years am I no longer a basketball player. Right. Now I write for a living and those sorts of things. Uh-huh. So I'm sort of developing an entire different career, which I think for men is especially important because we tie our self-esteem to our careers. So I, I think that confidence tends to come from feeling good about what you're doing in the world in general, right? Like you've probably, you guys have probably seen this. Yeah. How do you, did you, do you feel the same way? Lachlan's a comedian too. Is, yeah. So he okay. feels horrible. I'm, we're starting you know, to be even time. more similar, like the, the writing thing. And the, I, mm-hmm. I definitely, uh, yeah, I definitely communicate to women through my humor, mm-hmm. which is what I write for sure. Yeah. I, I don't, uh, I don't, I don't use the mannequin thing. Right. So you as- about- you associate with what you do. Like that's what you're most proud yeah, of. So that's what I, you project. I, was that yeah. a challenge for you when you did, you know, transition into a new a new skill set and a new For sure. And it's yeah. still a challenge, especially I'm 36 and so I've had to start my life over at age like 32 is when I quit playing basketball. Right. And I think because maybe it, it could be because of the Midwesternness that we are kind of taught to tie into our self-esteem what we do for a living. It I took think that's me a long board, time to tell you the truth, to, not just Midwestern. Yeah, I think it's true for lots of people. I'm just trying to be self-deprecating. Okay. <laughs> um, uh, I think that uh, it is a struggle to then find what you feel good about. Like what, what is it that today I feel good about having done or whatever? That's also kind of dangerous because when you get to be 65 years old, you can't point to those things anymore, right? So you have to find something else. I think it, it's very like new agey, but you have to find some ability to just love who you are in general yeah. outside of the things that you do. Absolutely. Um, in order to, to do what you're saying, to walk up to a girl at a coffee shop and just know that like it doesn't matter how much money I have or what car I drive. It's just that I'm an okay person and you're probably going to enjoy talking right. to me. Well, I've talked oh, about like my brother a few times. Like my brother's 30, he's 38 now and mm-hmm. he's had a really hard time finding what he's supposed to be doing in life. Mm-hmm. And he doesn't have a 
huge home and he doesn't have an amazing car. And so he's not seeing any self-worth in him daily. Mm. And so when he wakes up and he wants to go try to go on a date, he doesn't have a girlfriend. He's a very handsome guy. He just has always had like lack of self-esteem. He's never been able to plant his foot and say, I'm okay that I did at least this today. Like he's never given himself any credit at all mm-hmm. because he hasn't had those other things in line. Yeah. To them. And I think that is, I've, I've talked to lots of people in it throughout my life who've talked about, Again, men especially feeling like they have to get all of their ducks in a row before they can then find a relationship. Have you guys noticed that? In yes, your yes stuff? of course. That that's just my husband. Really? Mm-hmm. What did he have to do before he felt like comfortable uh, proposing to me and yeah, and settling down? Many let's many say. things. He had to be really proud of who of, of of what he did. Yeah, he had to be well accomplished. He had to be able to provide in his mind mm-hmm. uh, the way he wanted to for a family and be the masculine man he'd always envisioned himself being when he got to the age where he would be married. Mm -hmm. And plow a ton of chicks. Right, for sure. (laughs) And also, yes. We do that together. He's also really tall. Yes, I know. Should bring him in too. He'd be like a midget in this room, though. He'd be really small. My my boyfriend would be a midget. He'd He'd be like up to your How tall is your boyfriend? Uh, He's 5'9". Okay. How tall are you? Which is tall. 5'4". Oh, I know, then it you works. said 5'7". Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. It's a That's good, all right it's a good for him. Thing. My husband's least... a foot taller than me, and he, when we walk, he rests his hand on He's my head. That's me. cute, though. Yeah. Yeah, not so cute at our wedding when my neck, like, freaking killed at our first dance. It was horrible. <laughs> but uh, it was, anyway, I, I like his height. He How has a short dance? Hand, so he would have been taller if his neck was a normal size, and that would have been even worse. <laughs> so I'm happy for that. <laughs> I have no, he has I no know, neck. I didn't know if you were serious neck. about his neck. No, he has, he has no neck. He has, he has an he has, actual He makes disorder. fun of himself all the time. He has like a very, like, you'll see next time you see him. Yeah, has, I can kind of see that now. He's got a condensed Yeah, neck. I'll show you the picture okay. of him. Okay, I want to get to some questions. because we have. Oh, we have 10 minutes. All right, perfect. So we have this segment called Overanalyze This. People writing questions. We overanalyze all the crap out of them. Right. Uh, yes, so hopefully you're ready to answer these I questions. I am. I listen to... Uh, Our podcast? Two half podcasts. Oh no! To pay attention Which to what the sorts of things you that you guys do. You're good. I don't. The beginning it. half. Oh good. I mean, I wasn't. So you haven't heard in. any of this stuff. No, I, I mean, I've not heard this. It's like over. a surprise for you. Yeah. That we have this. Okay, this. wonderful. All right, mm-hmm. so let's do this. You're ready. I'm All a, right. Okay. Uh, yes, you right. too. Okay. All right. Let's overanalyze some shit. Good one. There was a Debbie Danner email, which I'm not going to read. Okay. What is your opinion on rebounds? Do I want to? Oh, basketball rebounds. Oh, perfect for you. Okay. Do I want to be the rebound guy? I'm looking for a long-term relationship, and the subject of rebound guys. uh, I can't believe we have it's usually in, right in the yes. context of sleeping well with vulnerable women after they get out of a relationship. What are your thoughts on doing that? Of being the rebound. So guy? he he doesn't want to be the. He's saying he's that saying, he has I'm the opportunity for a long term relationship, but he's having the opportunity to be the rebound be, guy. Well, is he is he are the girls conscious of what's going on? That's really the important thing, right? If everybody's on the same page, then it's cool. If if right. he's taking advantage of the I think he's taking weakened psyche, the then weak, it's then yes. you're a shitty human being, right? Right? Yes, one hundred percent. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna clarify what's going on. I think here, there's a woman who just broke up with someone, right? And is using this guy to get over that girl. So he's using uh, that guy to get over the guy. Am I right? Well, she. I don't know. That's the whole thing. This is a very. This is the problem with short questions. We don't get a lot of information. Right. Well, let's, I so think basically, we could his question this. is: He's like, I want. Uh, do I want to be the rebound guy? That's so what that's his question is. Do I want? Cool. To so be. what's going on is a girl is using him. Right. So it's okay. the shoe is on the other right. proverbial foot. And well, it doesn't I don't sound like why, he does I mean, because he said I'm looking for a long term relationship. He, so he's already saying I don't want to be the re- rebound mm, guy. I'm looking for a long term relationship. It sounds like he has answered his own question. Yes, right, I exactly. Don't, you don't want to be that, sir. So uh, no, I would say then that. Don't I do it. think that after um, 
when you get to a certain point, you start to realize, depending on age and life experience, what you are looking for. And it sounds like he's probably at that point in his life, right? right? And the problem with, you can tell yourself, oh, I can date this girl or mess around with her or whatever, and maybe the last three months. But invariably, it takes up such emotional space that it prevents you. you from doing the things that you're looking to do, which are maybe like go out and meet girls at coffee shops. So right. much drama. So much drama being the rebound. Oh, well, tell it me gets about it. It gets, he's right. It gets emotional. It gets complicated. Always ends bad. I think women kind of look at it as like, he's a guy. He doesn't have emotions. It's okay if I kind of just take advantage of him and then move on because I'm the one with emotions. Mm-hmm. You know? Don't stay the night. But most people don't actually know that it's a rebound situation, right? You got, if you, if you, as long as after it's over, you your put shoulder, your clothes on. Yeah, don't, no crying, no yeah. talking. If, if you want to rebound, take it for what it is, a physical experience. Right. Don't rebound emotionally. And then don't... Right. I think the thing is, if he wants a long-term relationship, he shouldn't latch on to any of these women who are rebounders. Right. Because then he's going to Yeah, and that's, that's probably where he's in rough water, because yeah. he's looking for the relationship. Right. And when, you're, when you've gotten to that place, you are going to cling to the trappings of being in a relationship, the text messages, all of that. Right. I'm fascinated these days with just like how much time and energy we spend sending texts to people and how much oh, yeah. emotion goes into it. Cause you're like, Oh, I have this crutch. I can send this person this message and she'll make me feel better about myself, but it's not getting you anywhere as far as an actual relationship. If that's what you're looking for. Right. Well, another question that he may be asking is, can something come out of a rebound relationship? Is An it, unwanted yeah. child? <laughs> yes, for sure. Perhaps. But is well, there you potential guys, you that guys it could probably be a long-term know relationship? More about this. Sometimes you go into a relationship thinking one thing and then another develops. Yeah. So that's I've not completely that. out like of Like thinking the... you like them and then realizing you're hating them. <laughs> that is an option. Yeah. Yeah. Or the, I've had a rebound relationship. I've, I've, I met a girl who just broke up with somebody and I had just her. been dumped. We had both just been dumped and we used each other. Uh, f- on several occasions physically and then it just led to this relationship mm-hmm. and that ended horribly but, yeah but well we, that's that's <laughs> what seems to be the common theme in my life is like i'll get into a great what i think is like oh we we got through all of that stuff we we didn't address it but that's fine because it's been long enough <laughs> yeah. and then it all crashed well actually we have you who not only rebound i'm gonna just use that pun way too many times <laughs> but you just got out of a really long relationship three months ago i did did you rebound um, I've been, so I, I think now because I'm old enough and so, uh, I've gotten to a point of politeness where I just don't want to deal with hurting people's feelings. I'm super honest with everyone. Like, look, here's the deal. I just got out of this relationship. Don't expect anything it's, out of me, right. which I think is good, but it Set also it like, it's kind of harsh at the same time. It, it kind of causes for you to spend some more lonely nights yeah. than you might have otherwise. Cause there's right. that it's odd too, where. People want to be told the truth, but they don't necessarily want everything laid out right, for them. They want right? honesty with tact. Yeah, I remember. I one time was I had been I'd met this woman who had a child. Right, she was probably thirty, had a nine year old. The husband had died Loser. right after. <laughs> right after her so child was born. Horrible. <laughs> so like she Go had now. been single. She's a single mother and has been for nine months or nine years. And the guy's gone. He's dead. Right. Oh, so horrible. out of the picture, which well, literally dead. Yeah, yeah, he had oh. died in a car accident yeah, like a yeah, year yeah, after. Oh, while, I was too busy while laughing While you were making fun of her, <laughs> we were talking about the circumstances oh, of her life. Right, um, bitch. <laughs> but I've never really dated someone with a child, and I remember sitting at my kitchen table. We'd gone on a couple of dates, and, and it was at that point where we'd come back from something, and I said to her, like, I think we both know what's about to happen here. We're probably going to go back to my room at this point. This is very – you can tell from what's happening here that this is going on. But I have to tell you, I don't know how to proceed because you have this child, and I don't know what that means – 
right. as far as like how I should treat you does does everything because like you remember jerry Maguire, right yeah. like where they talk about like, you can't date girls with kids cause yeah. like, so i was kind of informed by that them. like i don't i don't know how this works can you just talk to me can you just show and me she the got money super <laughs> she got super offended because she's like i just want to be treated like some anybody else that you would date i don't want to have to go through this every time yeah. and then she left my house really yeah, yeah. that's interesting but then oddly enough like two weeks later we kind of picked back up where we had like did she and, did she acknowledge that conversation? When yeah, yeah. She up? said she was hurt by it initially, but in the long run, that really, it was I good. would think respected it. Yeah. I, I would, I would. Think but at the that time, I thought like, well, I well, ruined that because it's like, okay, we have a moment, and then like, okay, you're bringing it up again that I have a kid and that I that I'm supposed to be treated differently. Right. But if I thought about it, I would actually love that you said that. I think it's really sincere, and it's yeah. it's a great thing to say. Yeah. I'm the same way. I always lay out my thoughts. Like, mm-hmm. If I can't figure out the the social etiquette or the process that we're supposed to be going through i always state them and i think some people can re- receive it well and some people just think you're weird yeah and the people true. that think you're weird or don't really understand aren't really my people right mm-hmm. you know so you kind of have to weed yeah. them out or something so yeah. stick with who you are i love that you said it's that. like I mean, it's, the, great. it's like in a in a sexual experience when someone says i'm gonna get the condom when you're straight up with people in the middle of a romantic, when it's romantic and you're like, look, I just want you to, it's, it's awkward. And, and if you don't say it, we usually don't want to say it in a romantic way because then they might. I'm going to get that gun. <laughs> yeah. You want to be crystal clear. You want to, you're laying right. out some stuff and it's never romantic. It's look, I just want to let you know that I just got out of a long relationship and I'm really not looking for anything. It's, it's exactly same, like, same and it's yeah. just such a downer to hear, but it's still, you got to say it. You gotta free yourself of that responsibility. Mm. But can I ask a question? Is that Tell a true me. statement? So you're Which saying part? right now, like you don't want to get in a relationship? I made that oh. one up. I don't know if that's true. No, but because you were saying that you lay it out there for women that you are seeing. I don't. I just got well out of in the last I yeah don't. in the last couple of months I've definitely like right out of the relationship I certainly didn't want to. Enough time has now passed that conceivably I could do that, right. but I'm still it's still it still hurts. Yeah. Still sad, I'm so sure. I feel like I, like any time you get out of a relationship, <laughs> that's uh, and draw in your picture, guys. He's just crying a lot. You have a picture um, among your t-shirts. Exactly. I think, especially, I don't know. If, I think everyone goes through this after a relationship. You do a lot of time where you have to like kind of just be alone again, right? And yeah. that sucks because you're like, I would rather use some other human to make me feel better, not necessarily but sexually. Like, is even. that what you were doing? In it just takes up time in your mind. Of it makes yeah. it easier. Being sad and no, being alone. I'm saying like using other people. Well, I found myself doing that, like we were alluding to earlier, even in like text messages, just checking in with someone. So we weren't even necessarily in a relationship, but it was a girl I'd maybe gone on a date with. And you're, right. you get that same fulfillment of having a girlfriend without really having a girlfriend. Cause you're like, Oh, Hey, how's your day? Uh, how's your day? And that kind of gives you that same right, release you. without actually engaging in a relationship. If you did meet somebody mm-hmm. that just like, Bold you Is the over. door going to open? Right. And now she's here. No, but if you did, I just, I really want to understand like being in that place and like what really mm-hmm. defines a rebound, right? I think it's a, I think it's a total spectrum, right? Like you could, uh, because I'm not actively looking, right? I would be less likely to meet someone, but it doesn't make it impossible. If the right person comes along, I think that based on how much you've recovered, it can work out. I think so too. I think there's also a rebound as somebody that you have no. You would never date. Right. Clearly someone I would never date right. is a rebound. Right. And that's a good way to get that out of your system. Totally. You know, mm-hmm. if it's the bad guy or the or the crazy girl or whatever, yeah. to get out of your system and just do things yeah. that you wouldn't typically do. Yeah. Right. 
Okay, one more question because then uh, we have to wrap up. But this has been a fantastic show. I really like it. Okay, uh, hi, ladies and guests. As the subject states, there, I don't have the subject here, so I don't remember what it was. <laughs> but I love your show and listen every week. I'm a fairly typical guy as far as guys with low self-esteem and a crippling fear of rejection goes. <laughs> oh, jeez. Very typical guy. Um, typical I've listener. done fairly well with women, but I'm still looking for the one. However, my problem with women, specifically a fear that women will laugh or believe that my pursuits are creepy, seems to be amplified on a somewhat regular basis while listening to the podcast. I'm pe- I'm confused because there have been numerous times listening to the show. I hate when they call us out on like what I know, we've said. Exactly. We're like, you said this and you said that. <laughs> Assholes. Uh, see, they're listening. Like Locke has said, they're listening. That's a good thing. Okay, listening to the show where Marnie thinks a listener's approach was sweet, but Kristen responded <laughs> with, no, that's creepy. As the guy who believes his every move is creepy, hearing Kristen confirm no. those fears mm. while at the same time hearing that Marnie thinks it's a good move is confusing confusing to say the least. I don't believe I'm actually creepy with women, but the reason for that is that instead of approaching and taking a chance, I hear voices like Kristen in people's heads in my head and don't take the chance. That seems to be putting a lot of like uh, credit on Well, everyone should give me a lot of credit. That you're in everybody's heads and don't take the chance. I'm not sitting here saying Kristen needs to be removed from the show. <laughs> Why did you pick this email? Because I thought it was one. hilarious. He's and of course about I, I could have edited this down because people keep saying how pretty Kristen is and how awesome she is. <laughs> so this is one knocking you down, bitch. Okay. But I do believe she needs to understand that her somewhat conservative views in the dating game are impacting listeners in a negative way. You're like, uh, Signed, you're like, guy. <laughs> Well, that's all the time we have for this show. <laughs> right. We'll see you next week when we okay, go in more no dreams. no question, but basically... You're like, no uh, you're like Obi-Wan Kenobi. It's like up. I was kidding. I was kidding. <laughs> you're that was amazing. you're just ever-present in that poor guy's head. I know. I can get behind I used to think I was effervescent, not wow. like ever-present in just like someone's mind. Omniscient. Well, I think he also... I think a way to like get me out of his mind is to, <laughs> to know that actually a lot of girls aren't like me sadly right mm-hmm. okay so i think in what way give me a background um i'm well i do stand-up comedy yeah. i'm very judgmental and like very uh, i overanalyze and i'm very negative and i'm so a glass half empty like a, a lot of girls do like <laughs> to talk to guys i've always been shy i was as a kid growing up i was always the third wheel to boys so i was never comfortable flirting or talking but many other women are very well adjusted like Marnie's very well adjusted. Yeah. You know, Thank everyone you. has to. You're welcome. But so many I, women are not. So right, but I would put give if I were him, I would give the girl that he's trying to hit on and or talk to the bene- benefit of the doubt that they aren't a mental case and that they are probably more open to things than I am. If you're meeting a girl at a stand-up comedy club doing stand-up, maybe assume she's judging you. Yes. But when you're in a typical scenario out at a bar, just go with the fact that she's out, she wants to talk to people, and she's not like me because if she was like me, she'd be at home. Right. The end. That's my defense of myself. There you go, guy. <laughs> I, think, I, hear what you have to say. I think that he's right to be concerned in some ways, but he's also horribly wrong because what yeah. you learn as you get older, and I've, I've been lucky to have lived in so many places that it was easy to remember that I was never going to see these people again. Yeah. Right. So oh, nice. the important thing to remember anytime you want to talk to a strange girl or do stand-up comedy or like do a cartwheel down the grocery store aisle oh, is that it. you're never going to see these people mm-hmm. again. So it doesn't really matter. Like They might judge you in that moment, but unless it's like at your high school reunion, those people aren't people you probably care that much about right. anyway. So you just have to sort of like anyway. throw that 
part of your brain away, which is hard for me. I'm always thinking like, geez, everyone here is going to be watching me, especially because I'm 6'9", so they're going to be actively watching me. But if I let go of that and remember like, oh shit, I live in a city of 10 million people, the chances of me ever seeing any of these people again is really, really low. Right. I can then Whenever Whenever I get off an airplane and I sit next to someone, I just think, well, I'll never see that person again. Right. Ever. Not that he... See, this is our difference. I think we're going to be best friends. (laughs) (laughs) That's the best... That's creepy. That is creepy. I'm kidding. That's the best time to practice lying when you're on a plane. Yes, exactly. I will tell you one thing. Okay, the creepy vibe comes from men having self doubt. That's where it comes from. Yes. So I would say to Guy, who I love you because you knocked Kristen down a few notches. (laughs) No, but I would say replace these voices. You have to be really active in replacing these voices. As easy as it is to just, you know, uh, lean on Kristen and say, oh, Kristen's in my head. Screw her. You can (laughs) put somebody else into your head. Put my voice in your head saying, you're not creepy. You're not that bad. You yourself have even said, I'm not a creepy guy. I picture he's having a thought like in in Home Alone when Kevin's recalling everyone who was – mad at him for spilling yeah. the, the milk and all that stuff and they're like Kevin you're such a disease like I'm just picturing Pepsi, that like all these right. yeah, the bubbles Pepsi, around the yeah that I'm like the uncle coming in being yeah. like look Buzz. what you did you little jerk but honestly your brain is <laughs> pretty powerful and strong so I can give you a little tip and an exercise that I do when I start having negative thoughts so that I don't drill myself into a negative hole I have like three to five songs that I select during a period of time that make me smile but really what they do is they actually distract me from these negative thoughts so if I start hearing I'm I'm super creepy and nobody's going to like me. I will start singing a song in my head or if I'm by myself, I'll sing it out loud to myself and to usually be even look creepier. in the mirror and be, really, be super creepy. Um, and then I'll distract myself from those negative thoughts and then I can replace the thought that was in my head. So I think that a lot of people get trapped in their negative thoughts because then they start spiraling and it, it can just do horrible things for you. But I would say replace the voice of Kristen with the voice of me or the voice of somebody else that you actually want to listen to who says something positive uh, and that will, will really will really help you with women but Art is telling us to wrap up now because I, the show is over I got one more for him yeah. look uh, when you when you stare at a girl count to three and then look away never, that's good never more than three yeah that's, that's good, good. That's but I, good. I, I, I want the people to hear how to get in touch with both of you so actually we're going to go left to right first so uh, Lock. at, at Lockjaw L-A-C-H-J-A-W Awesome. And they're going to see you on Last Comic Standing. And they can see me 10 Thursdays. p.m. Thursdays on NBC. That's awesome. And what about nice. you? Uh, on Twitter at Paul Van Shirley. And then Justin Halpern and I have a podcast on the Podcast One Network called Is Justin Short Halpern another I was listening to it. I, I like you. No, he wrote uh, Shit My Dad Says. Oh, okay. Oh, thing. oh, really? And, yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Okay, so then, yeah, definitely check out the podcast <laughs> because of him. <laughs> yeah. He's, he's, much, he's way funnier than me. <laughs> I was just saying, I liked him. No, thank you so much for, to both of you for being on the show. Thanks for uh, And thank you for everybody who is listening if you want to ask questions write to ask or insult Kristen right which is definitely going to get you your question read on the show (laughs) so just pay attention to that statement Uh, ask at askwomenpodcast.com you can download new episodes and old episodes of our show um, every Thursday that doesn't actually make sense but please subscribe so that you don't have to download and we will see you guys next week thank you thank you you're welcome (laughs) 